I'm Katie. I'm Hannah. <laughs> and this is One Kiss, Kiss Means Forever. This is the podcast <laughs> that talks about all of the really fun things that you love out in the country and all of the things that you really, really hate about those city folk in one movie. Um, <laughs> we're talking about all the things you love and all the things you hate in your favorite made-for-TV romances, the kinds that you see on Hallmark, Netflix, Amazon, and all sorts of other places, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So, uh, from the safety of our homes, we're coming to you to talk about um, a movie unlike anything that is happening where we are in New York City, which is a country wedding. (laughs) (laughs) True. Uh, I don't know if we've mentioned it before, but I know I've said it on our Twitter. It's Now it's getting to the point where when I watch things on tv and they're in public spaces and they're like shaking hands with people i'm like don't (laughs) right don't do that go away go home (laughs) (laughs) what are you doing don't be irresponsible don't be an asshole so let's let's uh let's let's fantasize at a different time different place agreed agreed (laughs) um so today we're talking about a movie uh, that was on Hallmark called A Country Wedding, and it aired June 27th, 2015, so um, in a very different time, guys. Um, and this is what Hallmark has to say about it. <laughs> a famous country singer set to marry a glamorous Hollywood actress returns to his small town roots. When he crosses paths with his childhood sweetheart, Note, not his childhood sweetheart. I have a problem with that. Ah. Um, And finally feels inspired to write songs again. He reevaluates his life and values and his opinion on true love. As his wedding day approaches, he must decide if he has chosen the right woman to be his wife. And it stars Jesse Metcalf and Autumn Reeser. All right. So. So. Yeah, that's not. I, I feel like that's. Slightly misleading that synopsis hallmark calling a out there a little bit, but it's okay. <laughs> Again, we've, I think we've decided that the the people who write these don't necessarily watch the movie; they just like nope. skim the script <laughs> or whatever. Uh, but Jesse Metcalf stars as Bradley, a famous country superstar. He is engaged to Catherine, who is a famous actress and clearly the wrong the wrong woman for him. Uh, but they are planning this big little wedding in Italy. Yay. Uh, we do mean big little wedding. <laughs> um, yeah, he thinks it's like going to be like a few people. And she's like, yeah, that's what it's going to be. And like at the same time, she's like, there's going to be all the things and like a swans and fountains and magicians. I don't know. I'm making that <laughs> shit up, but you know. Essentially, it's like, like, I just sort of imagined it's like he wants like a justice of the peace. And she's like, please bring me the scene from Aladdin with all of like Prince Ali enters. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I definitely, um, I definitely imagine that that's the case for her. Um, She's super outlandish, famous actress. Um, But uh Brad seems a little um, somewhat uncomfortable with the idea of his celebrity, hence kind of wanting to keep things small. And Catherine super loves it. 
hence wanting to make everything over the top. Um, but uh, she's basically going behind Brad's back to make sure that the paparazzi are around and aware of them during this whole wedding planning thing. Yes. So Autumn Reeser plays Sarah, literally the girl next door, when Brad was growing up in Texas. And she's still there. Like, she lives in her parents' old house, which she now has. Um, she's running a horse rescue slash flower farm, which is an odd combination, but cool. Um, and she's having money problems to the point of potential foreclosure. Like she, she's really not keeping this going very well because I guess nobody pays for their horses or something. Um, and she has until June 1st, which is one month away, to come up with the money to keep her ranch. And she's applied for some grant that's going to help with the rescue horses bit, uh, but she hasn't heard back yet. She's just sort of banking on it. Yep. Um, so Sarah remembers Brad from when they were little, even though she hasn't seen him since they were 13 years old when he moved away because of the death of his parents. That's just a really dark hallmark turn that doesn't often happen. <laughs> what is this, a Disney movie or something? Jeez. Right. Well, it's a, it's like it's the death of his parents clearly simultaneously. Yep. So, like, it must have been violent. <laughs> yeah. Um, they must have been a horrific death for sure, um, which is really sad. So back on the day of their funeral, um, when when Brad says that he doesn't have a family anymore, when they were 13, this is a flashback, um, Sarah suggests that they get married and be each other's family at 13. Um, luckily for them, their other best friend is the son of a pastor, so he says he can perform their child wedding. Um, and Brad just happens to have his mother's engagement ring in his pocket to give it to her. So they have this whole ceremony, and now they're married. Kind of. Kind of, you know, there's no legal no, or really even religious happening because, you know, child of a pastor does not a pastor make. No, um, they didn't sign nothing <laughs> and they're not of age. Yeah. So now that adult Brad is engaged and Sarah has heard about it via a TV interview because, you know, again, he's famous. Uh, she thinks that maybe she should return his mother's engagement ring to him because she still has it, which is baffling. Um, so she writes him a letter, which he magically gets, um, even though the movie does actually acknowledge uh, the men like the PR staff that really handles all his fan mail. But like it still does get to him somehow. And he is reminded of the home he grew up in, uh, which he still owns. Also a very weird thing. Like I like who's been paying taxes on this property yeah, why I... is it still there <laughs> right like you would think you would have been sort of like required to sell it because a 13 year old can't really own that <laughs> like deal with that anyway gloss over that bit don't worry about it uh, <laughs> and with Catherine's blessing he goes back to texas for the first time since his 13th since the funeral really uh to sell this house that he like forgot he still owned i guess <laughs> like he's like yeah i still have it i guess <laughs> um so uh back in his hometown um brad does meet up with sarah again 
uh, uh, quickly. She is just right next door. They say hey to each other. And Brad kind of likes being back in town. Um, he's hanging with Sarah, helps her fix her fences on her property, and he starts to remember the good times. He also starts writing songs again, which I guess he hasn't been doing for a while. So... He decides maybe not to sell the house right away, stick around, and maybe actually get married there, in Sarah's barn, which is just like the child wedding that he remembers so well. (laughs) Yeah, you would think that of all the things you remember about your parents' funeral, it's not also that it's simultaneously the day you got married. It's weird. Well, people do weird things when they're grieving, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Anyway... So Sarah is going to help with the wedding planning since he helped with the fences. That's like their deal, which is weird, but whatever. Uh, They pick out flowers and cake, uh, but it seems like Brad doesn't actually know that much about his fiance's tastes. Like Sarah keeps being like, what's her favorite flower? What's her favorite color? And he just like doesn't know. Granted, if somebody asked me what my favorite flower was, I would be like, uh, I don't know. So, I don't know. It doesn't seem that weird not to know some of these things. Uh, But whatever. True. So, Sarah is also starting to really like Brad, like, as a woman. And he's a man, you know. When a man Uh, knows a woman. (laughs) Uh, So, when they go to hear a potential band for the wedding, they end up slow dancing and then even kissing. And we know what kissing means. We do. <laughs> we bank our whole brand on it. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so Sarah realizes she has completely fallen for Brad, of course. But he's still engaged and planning to marry Catherine. He is insistent that he and Catherine are in love and perfect together, which is clearly just a line that he's bought into. And um, Catherine's, we don't really know who she is. Catherine's publicist, her friend, her mom, momager. I, we don't really know, but uh, it's played by Lauren Holly, so that's cool. Um, anyway, so this late Lauren Holly lady um, has a paper with a paparazzi picture of Sarah and Brad in it. It's not the kissing picture, thank goodness, but it does show them kind of close together talking or what have you um so Catherine goes hell no and she decides that she's going to come and fix everything um in her favor yeah she is like nope that is my famous potential husband he is coming home with me um so Catherine, of course hates the country and everything that it entails because she is again loves being in the public eye and having all the fancy things which the country doesn't have so she is upset that brad wants to stay in town keep his house as home base and get married in the barn she's also very threatened by sarah as she should be Mm -hmm. honestly but you know so she comes up with a plan that is both evil and kind which is baffling right she finds a (laughs) <laughs> like like it's it's like get rid of Sarah but also like really help Sarah out in the weirdest way. Um she finds a place that will take Sarah's six horse sick horses and hire Sarah. So like she basically fixes the money problems, granted it means Sarah moves, but like other than that like everything's good for Sarah. Yeah. 
Um, but it does mean that, uh, yeah, Sarah has to sell her farm and miss the wedding to go to a job interview. Key that she not be at the wedding, clearly. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, at this point, Sarah learns that she didn't get the grant that she sort of banked on. So she's like, yeah, I got to save the horses and my, you know, life. So she, she goes. She's going to go to her job interview and miss the wedding. Brad is also struggling with his fear with his feelings towards both Sarah and Catherine. Uh, he asks Adam, who is that same friend who married him and Sarah all those years ago and now just happens to be a pastor himself. And he will also be performing the real wedding ceremony um, with to Catherine in the barn later. Um, he asks Adam how to tell when a bride is in love. And Adam says it's when they look at the groom and they basically cry. <laughs> I mean, that's that's essentially what he says. Yeah. He's like, if they're not crying, they don't love you. <laughs> I call bullshit on that, but like, based on you know, I mean, it's a very just it's just a tell, just in case you weren't sure Catherine wasn't the right person. It's uh, yeah, they needed something. Yeah. So during yeah. the rehearsal for the wedding, um, Catherine is looking at herself in the mirror, um, not really caring about Brad at all. But Sarah somehow comes in, looks at him and starts crying, uh, looking at Brad and crying. And he gives her like this stupid little smile and she's like sobbing. And you're like, Jesus, dear Lord, <laughs> right. go it's away, like, Sarah. Get your head out of your ass, Jesse Metcalf. <laughs> Clearly, like signs all the signs read them (laughs) but he doesn't know how to read just kidding (laughs) um so brad finds out that Catherine has gone behind his back and one bought sarah's house to make his property bigger and more to her own liking and two uh made the wedding a big public affair thing um so he realizes that he doesn't love Catherine, which we all knew. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't love him either, again, which we all knew. Um, so he calls off the wedding. Surprise. <laughs> so uh, Sarah returns from her job interview. Um, we're not sure if she gets it. It almost seems like she didn't get it, but we don't really need to know because it's irrelevant. Um, She comes back and her three dogs greet her and are like, follow me, mom, follow me. And she's like, what's going on, dogs? Right. It's like, it's it's very lassie of like, yeah. come help Timmy get out of the well. <laughs> There's a to-do in the barn. Gotta come see. <laughs> um, So they lead the the dogs lead her to the barn, and inside is Brad and the rest of the town. Um, so he publicly declares her love for her. Yay. Um, and asks her to renew her vows with him, since, of course, you know, they were already married, and they keep saying that. Um, so even though it is a stupid, gross public proposal, she says yes. And they get married in the barn, of course. And when they kiss after their I do's, they are officially together forever because... One, one kiss, kiss means forever! forever. And since this movie spent a weird amount of time saying that you can only be married once since so like no divorce or remarriage for those who might be widowed, maybe, I guess, um, it is definitely going to be a true one time marriage for the both of them. Hooray. Hooray. Yeah. Yeah. Did you notice that they spent like they spent so much time being like, you only get married once. Yeah. <laughs> in this movie. 
<laughs> Anything you would like to discuss before we go into our segments? Um, I have I have some things that I thought were funny. Um, okay. That I guess I oh I do I do I kind of want to talk about like the the differences but that are brought up in in Brad becoming a city folk man and then coming back into the country mm-hmm. folk. Um, there's just a couple things that are really bizarre about like what's normal in the country and versus being in the city that I thought were kind of stupid and weird. Um, so first things first, she. Um, Otter Mason's character, Sarah, invites Je- Jesse Metcalf, Brad, to lunch. On um, like when they when they're like first like yeah we'll we'll, we'll do lunch and she's like do lunch. We, why do we have to yeah. do lunch? Which is like this thing. Um, but she goes all right. So we'll meet. You'll meet me here at ten a.m. And I'm like lunch at ten a.m. Like what? That's insane. Like that is insane. That's like stupid. And then she gives him a lot of. It's not stupid, but it's like that's just not. I, I think lunchtime for anybody. Um, they also. Uh, <laughs> she also gives him shit about his Italian shoes, and she's like, "They got cowboys mm-hmm. in Italy." To which I had to say, "They sure do," because those were called the spaghetti <laughs> westerns. Learn about it, Sarah. <laughs> yeah, you. no, they do. Um, and the, the last thing I want to mention about that is there was this moment where, um, so when they do lunch, they're actually doing fishing, um, or they go fishing with their, their pastor friend and, um, and he, and Brad mentions, he's like, this is a lot like mindful meditation, you know, being in the moment, all this stuff, getting quiet and they make fun of him for it. Um, they're like, uh, you pay money for that? He's like, yeah. And he's, she's like, okay, this is free silence. <laughs> We're in this moment. You can't be anywhere else. Whatever, city folk. And I that, I really hated that because, like, dig on mindful awareness all you want or paying to go to those things. But, like, if we as city people don't pay for that kind of stuff, like, there's really no other way to have it. So... Fuck you. Right. You don't there's no such thing as silence in the city. Yeah. Yeah. I I hear you. I mean we have to tr- really try and do it and yeah. so that made me mad. There's a few things I wanted to talk about. First of all, I this movie made me actually do some very basic research, you know. <laughs> slightly more than my normal like I'll look up what Hallmark says about it. <laughs> um the f- first thing is in this movie to me Autumn Reeser looks so much older than Jesse Metcalf. Yeah. Like, she just looks way more mature than he does. Like, he, like if you told me he was, like, 30 and she was 35, I'd, like, full-on believe you. Apparently, he's two years older than she is. I don't doubt in that. In real life. Um, And it's just sort of like, okay, well, uh, he's aging better. Well, he just has a baby face. Well, and he's a man. And he does have a baby face. better assholes yeah uh yeah i was just like i just the way they dressed her and did her hair i don't know i was like they're doing something she doesn't have to look like this i didn't Um, think that they didn't look the same age but i will say that autumn reaser has always looked older to me yeah that's true she just looks older yeah she has an older look to her um i also thought that like Catherine. Often looked trashy. Yeah. 
And I was like, like, what is happening? This is somebody who clearly can pay for, uh, you know, everything. And why would she look like this? It's weird. Bad wig. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was just odd. She's also an Academy Um, Award winner, which I was like, really? (laughs) Yeah, no, no way. Um, And yeah, it was just sort of like a odd thing where like I often found myself being like I believe that these two people are friends like a hundred percent I'm not sure I believe they are, are falling in love with each other yeah I be- but I genuinely believe they like each other's company I said the like same I, I didn't thing. quite get to yeah like I was I was very on board I was like these two people totally enjoy hanging out together I just am unclear if they want to fuck <laughs> Well, I think they only have a romantic relationship because it's a Hallmark movie and they say so. But I, I, yeah. I'm with you. Their friendship was genuinely fun and, like, nice. And it, it's kind yeah. of like my best friend's wedding in that, like, they are just better friends. <laughs> yeah. They're they're friends. They're good friends. I don't uh, – yeah. I wasn't sure that I bought it. Um, but that was – So that was one. But then this is another movie where I feel like it happens periodically where, like, there's the wrong woman. And I'm genuinely confused why they want to marry the man. Like, I'm like, do you like him in any capacity? Right. Like, why do you want to marry this person? Like, I don't I don't think you like him at all. And it's not even like she's she wanted to marry him for the money or anything like that. Right. Like, she's got her own money and fame. She doesn't need to marry this guy. Like, it's, like, not even, like, they don't have a friendship. No. Even. Like, it's not like she's, like, I want to marry somebody famous. I'm going to marry my, like, best guy friend who is famous. It's, like, I just, there's a guy, and I'm going to marry him because he's famous, I know nothing about him, and he knows nothing about me, and we don't like each other's company. Well, they do it mention, was just like, like, being from, like, there that you know you understand the world, all that good stuff, but it's not like yeah. she's marrying her co-star, because it works out. They're from two different industries, so it doesn't really... Right. He's a musician, and she's an actress. Yeah. It's, yeah. Just, it's a weird choice. I mean, I guess to, the same like, thing about... It's it's basically Nicole Kidman and Keith Urban. Like, he's a country star. <laughs> She's an Academy Awarding actress. Right. <laughs> right. But the thing about them is I believe they genuinely like each other. Yeah, they do. That's all I really wanted to say that isn't attached to, like, um, uh, segment stuff, so... I agree. Okay. So, Hallmark Hallmarks? Hallmark Hallmarks! You go first. Um, so, okay. So my first one is there is another woman who is obviously bad news because she says things out loud that they agreed would be secret. Ah, uh, yes. There we go. <laughs> like, like that is our introduction to Catherine is her being like, oh, we said we wouldn't talk about this on in public, but I'm going to just say it in an interview anyway. You're right. <laughs> um, my, my way of saying that was incompatible girlfriend is in the picture. Um, yeah, but yeah. I also have we gotta save the ranch. <laughs> um, I have coming home to the country. Yeah, big star going back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, childhood sweethearts in quotation marks. 
Yeah, because they're not really sweethearts. They were legit friends that just got married because, like, he was sad. Which is a and they weird thing married. to do. Yeah, I mean, I think if one of my friends, if I had been sad and one of my friends was like, you know what, it will make you feel better like you have a family, is if I marry you, I would have been like, no, could your parents adopt me? Right. That's what I I want. would have been like, let's become <laughs> like, like not like blood brothers and blood sisters, not with our blood because that's yeah. nice, but like we'll, we'll have a secret pact that we're family for life. Right. It's like, right. That makes so much more sense to me as a, like, that's, I've never, it never would have occurred to me to like be fake married to somebody at 13. Exactly. Like maybe when I was seven, but not at 13. Right. You would, you would do that when you were really little or when you're like maybe like late teens but then you would just get real married and regret it of course and be divorced by 22 (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um uh so my next one is there's magic hallmark time uh this time it's for for brad less not as much for the woman but for for the man where it like it certainly seems like he has to like get up and help Autumn Reeser like early in the morning, but also can sleep in. <laughs> I, I don't really understand. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't even know. There is like he's he's got a forty eight hour work day, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Along those lines, with like it being like weird time, there was there were like two different scenes at different. I'm I'm trying to look a lot more at costuming because there's been like weird mm-hmm. time lapses. So there was this one day where she's wearing a specific outfit, which is this really cute outfit with this dress that's like a flowy little mm-hmm. like flower dress and a jean jacket. And they do some like wedding mm-hmm. planning stuff. And then there's like a couple other scenes where there's like nighttime and they do things. And then there's another scene where they start to do more wedding planning stuff and she's wearing the same dress but a different jean jacket. <laughs> So it is supposed to, I, I actually so, had to rewind it. And I'm like, is this the same outfit? But it was a different jean jacket. And I was like, well, this is definitely the same dress. So I think it was supposed to be the same day. <laughs> or maybe it was not supposed to be the same day and they hoped you wouldn't notice. Yeah, that's probably And that's what the it. jean jacket was. But they filmed it on the same day. Like, it's like, we're going to do all the wedding planning scenes. <laughs> you're, you're probably more on the money with that. Um, okay, my next Hallmark Hallmark is that the real love was helping with the wedding plans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stand and bride there. Um, I have uh, the that there uh, is a, a country music star is one of the leads. I don't know why. It's, it's always country music yeah. specifically. Um, I'm not sure what it is about country music musicians that like they they have hallmark like you can't be a pop star or a rapper or anything. You have to be in country music to have a hallmark. Maybe because they're more wholesome. But can we talk a little bit about how like not really country music he is? <laughs> <laughs> like he wears a cowboy he hat. He wears Katie. a cowboy hat, but he obviously has, country. <laughs> I mean, but he has no. There's really no twang. He's got a pop star voice. He's not particular. There's nothing else that's particularly country about him. He's like the Shania Twain of country music singers for men. Yep. You know, like he's basically mm-hmm. just a pop singer that their branding is country and because he happens to be from Texas. Yep. Yes. All of that. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Same page. Yeah. Um, there's a water fight, which is like the spring slash summer yes. snowball fight. Yes. I have that too. Um, there's also stargazing in this movie. 
There is. I didn't even catch that. Good job. <laughs> um, we have... Oh, oh, no. We're not a couple. No, no. I'm not getting married to him. We aren't together. Yeah. Um, and there's uh, communication issues between them, between Catherine and Brad. You know, just nobody can talk to each other and express their feelings. No, of course not. Then we wouldn't have conflict. Um, the last one I have is uh, uh, canceling the wedding day of. Uh, uh, that was all I had. So, Hooray! Hallmark Hallmarks! Yay! Uh, pretty Parade? I have that there was a cute puppy. Okay. That's all. Um, so I have two and an anti. Okay. So my first... Um, was that in the, in the like bakery where they buy the wedding cake of the flavor that Brad almost tries to accidentally kill his fiance because he doesn't even know that she's allergic to coconut. Um, cause again, he knows nothing about this woman. Um, there's like a wall of teacups and it was adorable and I loved it. And it was just sort of in the background and I was like, decorate everything with teacups, everybody. Yep. They're really pretty. I love teacups. Um, so that was one. Um, I liked the... I thought the first wedding to Catherine was actually way prettier than the second wedding to Autumn Breezer. I agree. Like, just, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is like the secondary version of this. <laughs> it was like just not as nice. Well, they didn't have as much money. It's not Oscar money and country music star money. It's just horse rancher and country music star. Um, My anti is a thing that I've seen a couple times in Hallmark, and I don't know if it's an actual thing that um, people do or did do, but nobody should because it's not a good look, Um, is Autumn – so Autumn Reeser's wedding hair. I – Described it as a wavy side mullet. (laughs) (laughs) It's like pulled back on one side and then it's sort of like they forgot to do the second side. So it's like pulled back and then around and clipped and then all the hair is just down on one side. I've seen that before. I actually like it. I... (laughs) I think it can be done nicely, but it wasn't. And it's often not in Hallmark movies. It's just like, I think it has to be pulled back a little bit on both sides. So it looks, I think what the thing is, is it didn't look intentionally like that. It looked Uh, sort of like she didn't finish her hair. I see. Yeah. I think I, I think I just barely looked at like the full face and I, because, like, the camera side is the side that's pulled back. I'm like, oh, that's pretty. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it, I think that I think that's what it is, is that, like, it doesn't look intentional enough. It looks a little too, like, we did one side, we're done. <laughs> I don't have any across the universes. Um, I do. So. Do it. This is. So, first of all, these are the same two stars as um, the movie from 2019 of Christmas Under the Stars, where he was also a rich guy that needs to come back to Earth, and she helps him with that. Um, And then my other thing was, this is 
essentially the exact same plot as from Friend to Fiance, except for the singing and the horses. Yeah. Almost identical. (laughs) Which I I don't, Friend, okay, so I don't think Friend to Fiance has ever come out. I don't, like, I've forgotten about it. No, because I think we hated it too much. It was terrible. That we recorded it and it was bad and everything about it was bad. Um, the thing I'll say about the difference between the Hallmark movie Friend to Fiance and this one is that they actually acknowledged their kind well, they there there's a kiss and they actually talk about their feelings, whereas I agree with you, basically the plot is the same where they're like childhood friends. But yeah. they they're not so adamant about no 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 we're just friends we're not we're not we're, we're not in love we're just friends we're just friends we're just friends i swear to god we're just friends jk yeah. <laughs> we're married yeah. now I, I, okay yeah that's true though like they don't talk about that first kiss in this one at all they like just do not just it never comes up with the kiss at the bar yeah it does later really yeah, I was kept waiting for it because I, I made a note that said, "Oh my God, they're not going to talk." They don't talk about it then, but then like they a little like a, a little while later, she goes, "Then why did you kiss me?" And he oh, goes, right, "I right, right. I don't like I know that was a mistake. I'm sorry. I just got caught up in the moment, um, mm-hmm. and then I had to yeah. amend my note on it." But yeah, I, yeah, at first I'm like, "Why are you not mentioning that supremely inappropriate and very public kiss?" <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, did you have any new and noteworthy? Um, you don't often see people becoming preachers in these movies. That was about it. Mm. I didn't have one. Yeah, I didn't have a supporting Um, shout out either. Oh, I did. Um, I said Catherine was my supporting shout out. Um, Uh and I realized that she is essentially the villain in this movie in a weird way. But I fully believed her wealthy bitch performance. You know, this woman is hamming it up and I love it. You know, it was I, I have in my notes that um, like I thought the actress did a really good job, but I also have that Catherine mu- Catherine as a character must be a good actor because her like get the fuck out speech like you mentioned in the in the breakdown of of, of uh, setting up the the job interview the re- the really kind but secretly evil plan, but the way she talks to Sarah about it is like genuinely nice and beautiful, yeah, even though she's like. <laughs> getting rid of her i'm like i believe her she's a really right. good actor <laughs> yeah no I, I i like i think Catherine is a good actress <laughs> i believed her a hundred percent of the time yeah she's not a good character but i believe that woman so yeah i agree that's that's cool choice good job yeah kiss meter uh kiss meter so i did both kisses me too um so the first one i gave it a nine yeah. I thought it was pretty hot. It came out of left field, did not see it coming. So it can't be a 10 because I was like, I don't know that I, that you love each other. But other than that, I thought it was pretty darn good. How about you? Um, so I, I said it was a 10, but then I amended ah. it. To, well, but, to, but I amended it to be a nine because it did get, um, so what I said was, 
I think that was a 10 kiss because it was like fucking hot and really nice. Yeah. Very, very sexy. Um, But it made me cringe that it was in public and everyone knows that he's getting married to someone else. So they're literally all watching him cheat on the most famous actress (laughs) in the world. Like, you know, (laughs) like. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we're both kind of in the same boat of like it was a good kiss, but maybe shouldn't have happened. Yeah. So it can't, it can't get full marks. That was, that was where it should have been. The one time it should have been an interrupted kiss and wasn't. Um, the second one I didn't think was as good. I gave it an eight. I didn't think it was terrible. Um, but I thought that Jesse Metcalf looks like he's trying not to break the kiss from laughing. Oh, really? <laughs> I gave that one a nine also. Um, okay. Just because they, they, I think they're just probably good kissers. They look like they really yeah. like each other. It was really like they wanted to kiss each other. It was none of this tight-lipped. Mm-hmm. Like, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. But I should uh, watch so. it to see if he's laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is from my notes. I don't quite remember all of the things. Because we watch so many of these movies, they all kind of blend together. And I'm just like, wait, what has happened? Um, So, Katie, would you watch this movie? You know, I'm actually going to say yes. Um, I have seen the end of this movie countless times. um, Because it always is... It seems... Movies starring Autumn Reeser and Jesse Metcalf always seem to be the movie either before or after the movie I'm watching. I don't actually mm-hmm. enjoy them um, when I'm in a movie to, that I'm actually watching. Um, you know, like there's, yeah. I mean, there's nothing bad about either of them. I just don't tend to really enjoy them in movies. I just don't. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think this is my favorite thing I've seen Autumn Reeser in to be honest. Um, but I liked it. I thought it was really cute. Yeah. Um, I'm going to a hundred percent agree with you. Uh, the reason I started watching this movie at all was it was on at a good mm-hmm. time. And I was, I, we were making like a list of all the movies we thought maybe we would do episodes on. And I was like, well, I'm doing this one. I'm writing notes cause it's on right now. Uh, <laughs> and I'm watching it. Um, but my, my, would you watch it notes was it's cute. Uh, considering that it's an older movie, I'm impressed with the relatively pro-independent female aspect, but not the slightly higher religious aspect. I don't like that as much. So sure, I would watch this movie. I I also agree that this is uh, definitely, like, if not my favorite Autumn Racer, it's right up there. I think it might tie with the one where she, like, helps make a dude ranch in Wyoming. Oh. That's another one. <laughs> What the fuck are these movies, Katie? They are bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, that was a country wedding. Hooray. Yay. Um, So, thanks, everybody, for uh, hanging out with us um, and listening and all of that stuff. Uh, Make sure that you are, yeah, take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. and make sure that you follow us on Twitter, especially Saturday nights when they do uh, new movies. We're we're all stuck at home, so we're trying to be really good about tweeting. Yep. So, um, and we get liked by uh, Hallmark's Bubbly Sesh podcast, which is always nice. So yeah, shout out to Bubbly Sesh; they're yeah. awesome. 
Um, so yeah, like it's it's fun. I think we're we're funny and quippy uh, on there too. So uh, our Twitter is one kiss means forever. The one and four are numerical. Um, and that's also the same for Facebook and Instagram. Um, and you can email us at onekissmeansforever at gmail.com. Uh, and we want to thank uh, Flint Pastures for our intro outro music. You can find his stuff on Spotify and SoundCloud. Um, and also, since uh, this scene, I think this is going to be coming out at the beginning of May. Happy Mother's Day! Oh, happy Mother's Day! So I hope you are doing something nice for the moms in your life. Um, And if you're not with them, something virtual with them. Yeah. Um, But thanks, guys. Thank you, everybody. Bye. Um, so I'm in the closet, right? And um, mm-hmm. Billy's not home, and I'm hearing mm-hmm. Persephone banging on the bedroom door. <laughs> <of the closet>. <laughs> <laughs> She's really trying to get in. Oh, poor baby! She she wants in. to be with you. I know, but Mama's busy.